Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. That is normally the music for the intro to Fighter vs. Rider, but today it's only just the Rider, although I am talking to a fighter, which is why you're listening to this right now. I had a chance today for the first time since his first title defense over Kamaru Usman at UFC 286. I had a chance to catch up with the UFC welterweight champion of the world, Leon Rocky Edwards, today. First time I've had a chance to catch up with Leon since I think before his first win over Kamaru Usman. I had him on the show. I had him on my show and talked to him at that point. Uh, He was doing some rounds, doing some media, and he was kind enough to give me some some time today. We chatted about, obviously, the Usman fight coming off that win. We talked about Jorge Masvidal. Uh, We also talked about the timeline for his return, uh, which I think will be maybe a little surprising to some folks. So we talked about that. We also talked about who actually comes next and this kind of specter of Colby Covington that's kind of floating around in the air of him being next in line versus who Leon Edwards believes uh, should be next or should earn it to be next. So, without further ado, let's talk to the UFC welterweight champion of the world, Leon Edwards. Well, let me just start by saying congrats on, I know it's a little bit after the fight, but congrats, of course, on another amazing win, man. Uh, what has the whirlwind been like these last few weeks after, uh, you know, fighting at home in London, getting to getting to beat Usman a second time? I mean, it had to feel, had to feel great. Um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been amazing, you know. Like the fans in the UK are excited. Um, we've been crazy, crazy busy. But um, apart from that, just spending time with my family, having a little bit of downtime. You know, it's been a like I said, the last 12, 12 weeks before the fight was crazy, and fight week was crazy. You know, so I, I was able to have a little time off, chill with my family, relax, get my head back into the right space, and now here we are. Yeah, absolutely. Is it nice? You know, it's it's funny. We go back a long ways, and it seemed like even. Like during your run, your undefeated run, we kept talking about Usman because he was the last guy to hold yeah. the win over you, and he was yeah. the champ. So every single time we talk, we talk, is it is it nice after beating him twice that you can kind of put him out of your mind now? <laughs> yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Like I said, it was a long, a long time coming. You know, like I said, he was the last person um, to beat me um, eight years ago. So that that was always the fight that was going to happen. You know, so to be able to now add a trilogy of him. Um, in my hometown, defeated him twice. Um, it's it's good to now move forward, look forward to see what's next, and having someone new to talk about. You know, 
Yeah. You also, I mean, in a lot of ways, you also established yourself in, in such a big way in that, in that third fight because obviously everyone's saying, oh, you, you, you got lucky with the head kick, which is crap, but, you know, people want to say what they yeah. want to say. But then you go out there and yeah. beat him. You know, there's no question this time. You know, there was no question this time. You dominated the biggest part of the fight. Uh, you shut him down in so many ways. You shut down his wrestling. Like, this was the kind of statement I imagine you want to make. Yeah, 100%. Like I said, the knockout was, was nice. It was good, you know, but like I said, there was, there was still doubt after the knockout, you know, so um, I feel like the, the the way I won in London, um, I think that, that put Iceland on the cake. Like, look, it, it's now his time, you know, and um, so yeah, he was a, a great competitor to have Usman to, um, to have a trilogy with, but now I'm looking forward to the future for sure. Yeah, this is your career, but I do have to ask you. I'll be honest. Like, I thought if he lost to you again, I was like, Usman will probably retire. Like, you know, he's he's yeah. proved a lot. He's been a champion. Were you surprised? Like, he said he's coming back. He's already back in training. Like, good for him. I'm not doubting him, but I was actually yeah. a little surprised. Um, Not really, because he's, he's a dog, you know? Like, I, I truly believe that he still beats everyone within the top five, top ten, apart from me. You know, he's a great competitor. Everyone trying to say now, oh, he's lost a step because I beat him. But when when he was knocking Kobe out, when he was knocking Masvidal out, he didn't lose a step, you know. But now, suddenly, after I've, I've beat him twice, he's lost a step, you know. So, like I said, the hate it is what it is. What people what, what people say, but um, yeah, it's like it's good to have him in the game. He's a great fighter. Um, I, I just the better man, and that's it. Yeah, I know that this sport is always going to be filled with haters. That's just part of being at the top of the yeah. game. But do you feel like you have finally, you know, proved some people wrong by, you know, not only going out there beating him, beating him twice and establishing yourself as the best welterweight in the world? Like, there's no question anymore. There's no, there's no like, well, Leon's done this, he's done that. No, you are the absolute best welterweight in the world. No one can question that now. Yeah, 100%. 100%. There's no questions, right? The man that's old and tall, the man that's got the longest win streak in the division, the man that's for everybody to beat them. Um, I feel there's no questions around it, right? So I've, I've proved my, my case time and time again. I've said it time and time again that I, I am the best in the world. And I'm just going into my prime now at 31 years old. So I'm looking forward to see what the future brings in um, my, my, my reign as a champion, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. So now, of, co of course, coming out of the fight, you know, listen, we're all guilty of this, Leon. What's next? What's next? You rarely, yeah, you rarely yeah. get a chance to celebrate your win before people are like, "Who are you Hello? fighting?" Uh, but obviously, you've had a couple weeks now, and and you know, what's funny is after the fight, like I'm, we'll get into the Colby stuff in a second, but after the fight, I think everyone immediately shifted gears to look to what happened to UFC 287, which was Masvidal, because that was a big rivalry. We know the history there, and I know that's a fight you've always wanted back. Can I ask what you thought of, of Masvidal's final performance? I know you tweeted about it, but obviously he lost, and then he retired. I'm like, of all the fights, like there's a lot of fights we've missed out on in, in the history yeah. of the UFC. Of all the fights, like that's one of the biggest fumbles of all time. I think that you didn't get to fight him, like either after the Askren yeah. fight, like to, yeah. to this day, Leon. Like, even though it wouldn't have been for a title, it's like that's still one of the biggest fumbles of all time that they didn't make you fight Masvidal at some point. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That was a fight to make, even after the Askren fight. Like you said, you know, that was a fight to make straight away. But for some reason, they, they didn't want to make it. You know, and um, I think on Saturday night, I think he. He showed his age, you know. He's what 37, 38. Um, he looked slow in there. He got fatigue um, within a round or so. Um, I don't think none of them looked great. Him or Gilbert, you know. But also Gilbert was just the better man that night. But um, yeah, I think he's probably good for him to retire. You know, even though there's a fight that I would 
um, like, but I just can't see him working his way back up to title contention. Yeah. Seeing how he performed, is there any party that's kind of like, I'm glad I didn't fight him now because it wouldn't have been the same guy? Nah, nah. Well, they want to put a beating on him, you know. <laughs> Whether he looked like that or whether he looks like that, we want to knock down Askren. Either way, I just wanted to put a, put, a, put a whipping on him and that was it. You know, they weren't. But I think whoever is the best George or not, you, you could technically just not as good as me and not as be, not better than me, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's just, I just wanted to put a beating on him and, but sadly, I won't get a chance in, in Octagon, you know. Yeah, it's funny because we go back a couple of years and, you know, like you would have been, we again, not to rehash history, but like you had that chance to fight Tyron Woodley. We know the pandemic yeah. hit, you missed out on fighting at home, all those kind of things. Is this one, yeah. like, again, you're moving on, you're the champ now, you know, you're you're the guy, but is there any part you're like, man, of all the fights I missed out on, the Masvidal's the one I wish I had? Yeah, 100%. That's the one that, that got away, right? That's the one that I wish I had, the fans wish, wish happened, like everyone wished that fight happened, you know, but for some reason the UFC did, 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 didn't want to make it, you know, and um, or to try making it on Masvidal turn it down and pulled it. We pulled that injured and stuff, so um, yeah, that's a fight that definitely got away for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So now, of course, Leon, we know everyone's talking about, you know, as I said, what is next for you? Uh, we've heard rumors about London in June or July, excuse me. There's a second pay-per-view, I think, heading over there. Um, I just seen, I know you did another interview today, so I'll bring it up. It said timing-wise. So before I even get to opponents, can you give me a sense of the timeline for your returns? I think I saw you said that July would actually be too soon for you, so maybe October. Can you kind of give me a sense of like where you're thinking in your timeline of your next fight? Yeah. Um. Yeah. July is is hundred percent too soon. You know. Um. I fought in March. Um. Just like under a month ago, I fought. You know. I'm still dealing with injuries and stuff that I need to deal with before I even consider getting back into a training camp. You know. So if I'm fighting in July, that means I go back to training camp next week, and just just not possible. You know. So um. I'll I'll look towards towards the back end of the year around. I love to do Abu Dhabi. You know. In in October, I think that would be a great. Um. A great, a great time frame for me, for me to compete, you know. Like, but there's no, there's actually no clear number one contender, right? There's no one that's out there that's actually earned it. There's guys that's coming off two losses, one wins. Guys that's one win, one loss, and so it's a difficult time in the water division. Um, so now I just gotta look towards the business. So I'll sit back, I'll, I'll talk to the UFC, talk to my team, and see what's best, you know. Yeah, I know that deep down, like I know headlining in London was such a special moment for you and to go out there and defend your title. I mean, again, that's, you know, those are kind of like yeah. lifetime moments you'll never forget. But it, like, because everyone assumes, you know, that you go, if they go to London in July, you would headline. But I imagine at some point you have to you have to do what's right for you and your career and your body. And because if you rush back right yeah. now, like, yeah, it'd be great to headline another card in July. But would you be doing a disservice to yourself by fighting again basically two months from now? Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that, that's that's just it, you know. Like I've, uh, I did it, I did it in March for for the um, for the fans of headlined it, one of the biggest um, gate at the O2 um, in history, and um, it was a great event, you know. But I feel like now it's time for me to to think about myself and think about the best way for me to as a champion. I've earned it, you know. I've been what twelve fights in a row, um, a long, long, long road to get here, and um, like I said, the opponent doesn't. There's no fear in none of these guys in top five, you know. So it's not about the opponent for me. It's more just about um, the time frame and um, making sure that everything is 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 right for for me to compete. You know, I'm not going in a camp rushing back from dealing with injuries from the from the previous fight and from the previous camp just to 
for for what you know even though London's already a fight night already so it's scheduled for a fight night so there's no I don't know why there's a force to make it into a pay-per-view you know yeah well also you got to remember like you fought in august you fought in march both were five round fights uh you know so i mean that's a lot of wear and tear on your body and typically you know typically champions fight twice a year and and you know six months is typically the time frame you fought in march i mean that's september to me would be like the earliest right like that would seem like maybe the earliest time frame yeah exactly exactly and that that's my that's what i'm looking towards is September, October, you know, that's that's what I'm looking towards. Um, I think July is, it will be way too soon for me and um, for my body and for just get back into training, you know. So, um, yeah, for sure. I, I look towards that part of the year. Yeah. Leon, you are a very smart guy. You know the sport. Um, and I, I like to think I know the sport a little bit too. But can you explain to me, because I would love to hear this, can you explain to me why uh, Colby Covington is the number one contender supposedly? Can you explain it to me? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird, you know. I don't know why it's getting pushed so much. You know, this is a guy that's coming off two losses to the guy that I just, I just currently beat. Then one, when I when beat the guy, um, Master has just retired. Um, then now sat out for like over a year, turned down Gilbert, turned down Hamza, turned down Bilal, and then come back towards the tower shop. It's just weird. It's like, Something that I've never like seen before, you know. And when I was going through the pandemic, um, having fight cancellations and hands up pulled out twice, I pulled out once, Mavzola pulled out, um, all these fights falling through. I got removed at the rankings for that, even though it wasn't my control and it wasn't my fault. I got removed at the rankings. But for a guy to be healthy, fit and healthy, sat on the sidelines, turned on three, four fights, and was like then demand like well not demand but say what he wants to wants to fight for the title it doesn't make sense you know like i feel like they should do like well i did it just shut up and fight you know i i i i i at my position i i work for it you know but for some these guys want handouts and freebies and uh, that's not where where it works you know yeah well it's so weird too because i know i talked to Bilal muhammad i know you have history with him Bilal's like you know fine don't give me the title shot give me colby like let me fight colby and and we'll fight for the title shot. And, and you know, Gilbert Burns yeah. just came off a win, like him and Colby. I think either like, especially if you're waiting till like October to come back, yeah. Yeah. either one of those fights could happen, and and then the winner could get you. Does that doesn't that make the most exactly. sense? Exactly, exactly. That makes perfect sense. You know, like instead of sitting around complaining, fight each other. Like you know, like I don't understand why 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 you wouldn't. You know, like you should. If you truly believe you're number one contender, you should be. You should want to fight these guys to prove to everybody. Look, there's no one in my way you know it's, it's me next and well for some reason these guys want to sit out complain moan about the title shot um without without fighting you know i had to do 10 in a row to get my title shot these guys are coming off one win one loss one win two wins one loss and then come and demanding title shots so um yeah for sure i feel like they should fight each other um either kobe versus burns or bilal versus kobe or whatever they want to do it and whoever wins um uh, that's that's me next, you know. 
Yeah, it's probably better for your mental health and everyone's mental health if you don't listen to a lot of what Colby Covington says because Colby yeah, Covington says a lot. <laughs> he says a lot, uh, but but obviously you know he, he likes to spout off and he says things like you know they're going to strip you if you don't fight him and stuff like that. Like when you read stuff like that or some, I'm sure someone sends it to you either with like a laughing emoji or whatever. But yeah, when yeah. you see stuff like that, like do you chuckle because listen, I know listen, and you probably heard this too. I mean, you got removed from the rankings. I know the UFC has threatened to strip guys for for not fighting. I know that's real, yeah. but when you yeah. see him say that, like, do, do you laugh a little bit? Because I mean, can I imagine like you haven't even? I imagine you probably haven't even received like an official fight offer at this point. Nah, 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 nah. There's no fight offer. We're, we're like the UFC haven't spoke to us, so there's no talks of that fight happening. And I was like, he's just just talking, just just to, just to talk. Um, but for us getting stripped, like I said, this is a guy that sat out for over a year, turned down fights after fights. Um, so he's just talking, just to talk. You know, I'm. I'm gonna always take every fight. Like I took Hamzat when nobody wants to fight Hamzat. You know, I took him three times. Everyone was turning him down. So it is what it is. I, I, I'm coming off a fight um, against one of the top welterweights in the world, um, Kamara Usman, just under a month ago. You know, it ain't been a month yet since I, since I fought Usman. So um, there's no there's no stripping here. It's, like I said, it's not. I I am willing to fight whoever, whenever, um, as long as they deserve it and the time frame is right, you know? Yeah. Well, I know it's also got to be, listen, you're a champion now, and, and, you know, in a way you become the the hunted instead of the hunter in a certain way because you're the champ. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the guy everyone's gunning for. But you had to go through so freaking much, Leon, just to get your title shot. Like, we talked yeah. so many times about, you yeah. deserve it. You should be. Yeah. This should be you. <laughs> you know, and yeah. is it, I, 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 I imagine, like, it's got to be a little fresh. I'll, and I'll give, I'll give credit to Chris, too. Bilal Muhammad's probably the one guy because he's on, like, a nine-fight, yeah. you know, whatever his unbeaten streak, yeah. and he's actually yeah. been out yeah. there beating guys. But yeah. outside of him, like, is a little frustrating when you see all these other guys, you know, on one fight, two fight, and you're like, hold on now, I had to wait a really long time and work my ass off to get here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, when I was coming up and trying to get these fights, there's like, who's Leon Edwards and who's this and who's that? And I look at them, they're all begging me and running me down. And, you know, so, um, like you said, let, let them go out there, earn their way. Um, there will be no give outs, there will be no freebies there. Um, go earn your way, and the touch shot is yours, you know, like. They're all similar opponents. There's no fear in none, in none of them, you know. So um, I, I'm ready for whoever, as long as it makes sense, you know. Yeah. Is there any small party? I know you have history with him, but is there any small party that maybe feels a little bit for Bilal, considering what he's, you know, continued to do and prove? And he's the one guy, like he fought Sean Brady. He didn't really have a reason to fight Sean Brady. It wasn't a guy that was going to yeah. get him really high up in the rankings, but he fought him and beat him. And then as soon as, like, it seems like he, he it seems like, hey, maybe he's the guy. And then they're like, no, no, Colby's going to get this. I was like, come on now. Like, this, this guy, like, if there's one guy who has a legitimate case to maybe feel a little bit, like, passed over, it would probably be Bilal. Um, yeah, probably, probably, you know, um, if, if you had to pick somebody, probably will be Bilal, cause he's what, seven fights in a row, eight fights in a row. Um, he, at least he's, he's trying to do the work, you know, more than sitting on the sideline, um, turning on fights and not fighting nobody. At least he's trying to do the work, you know, but, um, like I said, I don't feel, I don't feel like Bilal's on my level either way, whether we're, we're, we're going to shot or not. I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm levels above him, you know, for us. Um, competing, but um, yeah, let him go out there fight, get one more in, um, then we can fight, you know. 
Yeah. Well, I think that's the whole point with the Colby thing. Like, Colby's already been out for over a year. If you're not going to fight to, let's just say, September, October, whatever, maybe November, they always do that big Madison Square Garden card in November. That would be yeah. big, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. at that point, like, Colby would have been out for, like, 19 months or something crazy like that. Like, that would just seem wild to me that he would just sit and wait for a title shot for that long win, you know. And, and listen, I know Bilal has said, like, he turned me down – uh, you know, I know Gilbert's gun for that fight. You know, I know Shavkat's out there. Like, there's a lot of matchups they could make. And if Colby yeah, wins, exactly. you know, more power to him. He gets the title shot. But it just seems weird that he would sit out for like 19 months just waiting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially if you didn't earn it. You know, like, you're coming off two losses, one win. Like, you clearly didn't earn it. You've turned down fights of the fight. If he was like injured, I could understand it. But this is Amanda. He's not injured. You know, he's he's in shape. He's, he's fit. He can. Um, he can fight, you know, for, for some reason he, he wants to sit out, sit on the sideline on his, on his one win against um, George and um and demand title shots, you know, more than fighting these guys that he thinks is better than the, the Gilbert Burns, the, the the Bilal's of the world, you know, like, which you should do. Yeah, but I don't understand why. I, I, still, I don't get it. I, I truly don't. And um, But we'll see. I joked. I joked after after that whole thing happened. I said, "Colby popped out of witness protection from the whole Masvidal thing, and suddenly he's the number one contender." I was like, "What's going on here?" Exactly. That's basically what it. That's basically what it was. You know, like it literally went. Start, it wasn't even on Twitter or nothing. It just literally went off the radar. <laughs> that makes perfect sense with his protection. And then, um, he just came out and just talk, started talking shit that I wanted to talk about. You know, it just doesn't make. No logical sense at all, and um, but like I said, we'll see. These guys should need to fight. Stop complaining. Fight each other. Um, if you truly believe in the one contender, then beat the guy that's saying he's the one contender, and then you hit you there. You know, there's no yeah, doubt. Abs- absolutely. And like you said, you're basically less than a month removed from the fight. Can I ask you know, at this point, Leon? Like, are you have you taken a vacation? Have you at least got a time to to get a little break, get some family time? Because again, as I said, um, we're always we're always so yeah. focused on what's next. We kind of forget, like, hey man, you just went through like basically a year more or less of like fighting Usman, going through training yeah, camps for yeah, Usman, yeah. And all this kind of craziness. Like, are you actually going to be able to get a little downtime? I'm I'm trying to, but <laughs> I'm trying to get one in May. You know, those my plans is go go. Um, get holiday in May because I've been busy since the fight with media and doing different stuff. So um, I'm trying to book somewhere in May to take my 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 my, my kid away and just relax. You know, just just look back on the in the last year that what I, what what I went through and um, what I've done. You know, and just relax and get my body back in the right um, shape and my mind in the right shape of mind and just go out there and compete. You know. Yeah, you've earned it, man. Like I said, I, I even after the fight, like I was, I was telling your manager because I do text you from time to time. I was like, I don't want to bother yeah. Leon right now. Like, let the guy yeah. have a day off. But here exactly. I am bugging you now. But you know, like I said, <laughs> nah, I want to give, give you a little bit of time off. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Give, give me at least two or three weeks. So it's all good. Yeah, well, Leon, in all sincerity, man, take some time off. You've earned it. I mean, I can only imagine this last year, you know, again, whirlwind of getting the title, fighting in, you know, fighting in, in Salt Lake City and then turning right back around and doing it again, you know, basically five months later, whatever it is. Uh, crazy whirlwind. And I'm sure you need a break and get a vacation. Get a vacation in, man. Enjoy some time. Bulk up to middleweight for a couple months and just enjoy some time <laughs> off and eat some food And because uh, you've earned it, man. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it, man. 100%. Well, uh, uh, Leon, I always appreciate the time. You, you've you always been so kind to me. I do appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate you always doing this with me. Again, congratulations on the last win. Enjoy the time off. Enjoy some family time. And I'm sure we'll chat again later this year once someone has officially determined themselves as the number yeah. one contender in your division. Exactly. Exactly. Good man. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. We'll talk soon.
All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.